Hello, and welcome to the Tiddlecast, a podcast in pursuit of higher meaning and deeper consciousness. Your source for all things paranormal, conspiratorial, and cultural. Each week, we explore a new and elusive topic and attempt to lay bare all that can be known. Sex, drugs, hip-hop, and Hollywood. High technology, high strangeness. Tempered by humor and rationality. Tonight on the Tiddlecast. What's up, man? What's up? Welcome, welcome. What's up? Uh... So, uh, let me see. It's September 7th, 2158, and you're listening to the Tittlecast. I hope you're, uh, you guys are all tucked in and cozy because we're going to talk about murder-suicides today. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe do this one, I don't know, midday after you've had coffee. Maybe wake up a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just be like me and listen to crazy shit on the way to work. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this is more of a drive-to-work midday kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, trigger warnings on this one. There's a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, mental health, suicide stuff being spoken about. Uh, um, th- but No, go ahead. No, no, no. What, 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 to... what kind of murder-suicides? What are we talking about, though? So we are going to talk about wrestling superstar villain Mr. Chris Benoit. Chris Which Benoit, Christopher Michael Benoit, Benoit. I, I thought it was pron- I thought it was pronounced Benoit. Well, Ben, if you look it up, it's 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 spelled B O B E N O I T, but you pronounce it Benoit. Benoit. B E N W A. Benoit. It's a Canadian professional wrestler for WWF. W, you know, which is the default WWF. The lawsuit. They had to change their name. I am trans. So, uh, we're we're going to take a look at the Wikipedia article right here. Let's see. Let's do it. You have it up? Yeah. yeah. You want to you, you want to give us like maybe the first paragraph? Um, you know, so if if you're familiar with wrestling at all <clears throat> or if you've ever been a wrestling fan, like he was just, you know, he was a wrestler, WWF back in the day. He was um, you know, just a wrestler, fucking white dude, Canadian like most wrestlers. <laughs> but um so he was he came up and was with, um, I believe it was like, um, I can't remember the, the Mexican wrestler's name, which makes me a bad Mexican. Um, <laughs> he all, but he also passed away, but he passed away from something, not a murder or suicide. But he was also linked with having, you know, CTE, which is the brain damage thing that a what? lot of football players have. What does that stand for, CTE? Do you, do you know at the CTE? top CTE? Oh, dude, I have no idea. I Let's c- see. I could pull it up real That's, quick. Let me see. CTE. Um, you look it up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, medicine, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. So it's it's pretty much like so. I think it's off top from what I've gathered. It's you know from having so many brain injuries and so many concussions. Like it's it's it makes pe- a lot of people like pretty much lose their mind. Like BMX superstar Dave Mira committed suicide from CTE because he had hit his head so many times. Um, there's a lot of people, man, football players, you know, a lot of, you know, it's it's a pretty big thing. But what's crazy is like, I don't know if it's still true, but it's hard to tell if you have CTE unless they look in your brain. So you pretty much have to be dead Yeah. for them to find out if you have this, you know. Damn, dude. But, but Chris Benoit, you know, professional wrestler, he, um, in the course of three days, he murdered his wife, his son, and himself. 
you know, he over three you know, days, not like in one this, event. This this this, it, this wasn't like uh, I murdered my kid, I murdered my wife, I killed myself. No, he killed his wife. The next day, he gave his son Xanax. This is all from the the report. It's Jesus, all you can read this all dude. online. He gave his son Xanax, so they're thinking like his son was like out of it and wasn't like conscious when he strangled because he strangled his son to death. Holy and then shit. He, and then I believe it was the next day or several hours later. Maybe it turned into the next day because it was so many hours Dude. later. He hung himself on his um, his workout. Like his, I think it was like the the thing you pulled down on. I think they said they found him. He hung himself on it. Holy shit. But there were so many like, like, so what happened was like they found out he passed away. So they, they did, like, a tribute to him, as they do in wrestling. So, you know, yeah. the day he was supposed to wrestle, you know, he missed practice. They found out he passed away, and they didn't know all the details. So they actually put out a special where they uh-huh. were pretty much paying tribute. Wrestlers were talking about him. Announcers were talking about him, telling stories, you know, talking about him. Father, husband, great man, la, la, la. Come to find out, I believe it was the following day, they found out what kind of the details that had happened. They pulled it. They pulled uh-huh. his name out of. They pulled his name completely. They took like they took his hat out of the ring for a Hall of Fame. Like he's pretty much almost been erased from WWF. Fuck, dude. Because, well, I mean, you gotta think. You gotta look. You know, that's kind of. <laughs> and and so, but you know, we were talking about this, and it really seems like, like, he should have been given like. It's this is going to be hard to say because obviously what he did was horrendous, right? So, so you you got to remember he comes from the he comes from the school of wrestling where Vince McMahon, who is now everybody's known he was a piece of shit. He let his wrestlers take steroids. He didn't drug test them. He pretty much let that let it be the wild west for these guys. He was yeah. like, you guys are making me money. Have fun, party, get big, fucking. But it started happening where people were starting to get violent, starting to hit their wives, starting yeah. to, you know, these cases started happening and he still wouldn't drug. Because, I mean, it's a sport, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. also it's sports entertainment, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's it's not like these guys are at a professional level like football players or Major League Baseball players. They are, but they're not because they're they're really out there rolling around and wrestling, but it's also a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, um, so he was kind of turning a blind eye. So a lot of people pointed the finger at him. Like, dude, you let this behavior be okay. But it's not to say like his drug use and stuff was the only factors that caused him to do this. Like at the end of the day, nobody knows why he did this. Yeah. But him and he's fucking dead. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I, I think, you know, his probably just being, one depressed, two having this rowdy ass brain injury. And they then, said he had signs of dementia as well. Yeah, yeah, and 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 dementia. So he, he might not have you know, dude. That when it's compounded, can put you in a really fucking weird place, right? Which is which is why I would suggest that maybe, you know, his memory shouldn't be. And this is hard to say because of what he did. But when you consider all the facts, maybe what he did wasn't um, entirely his fault. You know, you could argue that maybe maybe he wasn't uh, a uh, maybe he shouldn't have been a wrestler. 
You know, maybe he should have, you know, because, you know, there's that saying, uh, live by the sword, die by the sword, right? Which comes from the Bible, right? Yeah. And so he lived by the sword as a, as a professional fighter, as a, as a, as a fighting athlete. And, and he died tragically by the sword along with his family. You know, you can, yeah. uh, you can t- attach a bunch of karma fault to that if you want, but... Yeah. So, so what I've kind of gathered is he was in some form of drug fueled psychosis, and mental Oof. health on yeah. top of alcohol, mental health issues with with brain damage Speak, is one thing. But speaking at, of which, at, cheers, but, cheers with this Bud Light Michelada. Yeah, but but fueling fueling these things that are in your head, like this mental health issues, these um these brain injuries, all these things. On top of that, probably with no sleep. And the amount of drugs that he had in his system, he had painkillers, he had cocaine, he had Xanax, he had marijuana. Like, he had so many different drugs in his system. Like, I don't, he wasn't firing on all, he wasn't firing on all his cylinders, man. Like, he, that's he was putting, gone. That's putting it fucking lightly, dude. This guy he, was somewhere else. He had dude. everything in his fucking system but heroin. I mean, he had forms of heroin. He had fucking painkillers in his system. Like, he had so oh, many opiates Christ, and sand. Like, he had so much shit going on in his system, plus what was going on in his head. Like, he didn't know what was up and down. And I'm not saying what he, I'm not saying he's innocent by any means, but like, Jesus Christ. Like, what was the ending going to be for this guy? Yeah, man. You know, the fact that after he murdered his wife, he drugged his son. So obviously, he cared about his son enough to drug him because he didn't want him to feel pain. Oh, I so didn't ma- know that. When you when yes. you, when you when you fed me when you fed me the information on this, I did not know that he had had drugged his son. I was thinking about like, okay, well, you know, maybe he killed his wife and then, you know, he spent a day trying to justify it to his kid or figure out how he was going to get himself out of the situation. Maybe he thought he was going to, you know, get like the transporter to come and, you know, or the wolf from Pulp Fiction to come and fucking get him Dude. out of the situation. You know, you start bargaining in in those situations. And so and- Dude, this reminds me kind of a Phil Hartman. You know Phil Hartman? You know how he was murdered? His fucking wife killed him. Who's Phil Hartman again? Fuck, dude. He was on Saturday Night Live. He was on Pee Wee's Playhouse, Captain Carl. Uh, he was uh, on news radio with fucking Joe Rogan, your boy. Oh, shit. Let's take a Like, he was on a TV show with Joe Rogan. Like, they were buddies. Like, they used to go sailing and shit together. And sm- they used to smoke weed and go sailing. Like, he's an old school comedian with uh, Pee Wee Herman. Like, he helped ride Pee Wee's Big Adventure and... He was in the first season of Pee Wee's Playhouse, and he was, you know, he was a big contributor to Saturday Night Live, and he was on Saturday Night Live with Chris Farley and all these guys. Let's take a look, Phil Hartman. Well, Phil Hartman's wife, you know, she, you know, that could be for another podcast, but, you know, she murdered him. She murdered Phil Hartman, his wife? Yeah, yeah. No, Uh, the wife killed Phil Hartman, and then... She called the police, went to a friend, went back, and then she killed herself. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, this guy was, like, kind of a minor character in Hollywood, though, right? No, dude. I mean, yes, but no. Like, he, he was in a lot of stuff. He was, he was in a lot of movies. He was this, but this is, like, back in the 90s. I would say, like, B-list, right? Not necessarily. He wasn't, like, a headliner in any crazy movies, I right? I mean, he was pretty big, dude. I mean, he was, you know, television. He was pretty big. He was on a hit show. He was... Uh, in a good lot of movies, a lot of big hit movies. Uh, he was in that movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been in some shit, but I mean, he, you know, he was just regular dude, married a lady. You know, she fucking, she, she lost it on him, man. She fucking killed him. Yeah. Fuck, bro. And he, what's crazy is he bought her the gun she killed him with. 
He she bought him. He bought no. her the gun. Fuck. No. Knowing knowing her her background and stuff, he still purchased a, a firearm for her. I'm like, dude. For, I think it was like for a gift for a birthday or anniversary. It was something like that. I haven't I haven't read about it in a while, but what kind of yeah, gun dude, was it? Do you know? Oh, I don't know, dude. I haven't researched it in a long time, but. No, I was just saying, like, it's it's it reminded me a little bit of the whole Phil Hartman situation. It's just like, man, like, people becoming so unhinged and just, it's, you know, it's like, hurting it's, the people around them, man. It's, it's, it's like right scary. now. It's like right now, man. Right now, it's like you, the vibe on the street is outrageous, dude. I just went to H-E-B to get shit. Everybody's, like, fucking running each other off the road. You can feel dude. it. You can dude, feel it in the air. People are so mad. Like, a fucking... Dude, I was getting honked at at red lights today. The light was green for a fucking half a second and i can be getting honked at i'm like dude what is going on people like relax like yeah. everybody is so like on the i don't know if it's because kids are starting school i don't know if we can't afford our bill like i don't i mean i thought I, that shit was always a problem but man apparently it's boiling over we, man we talked about it man this shit is way bigger way bigger this is the collapse of the empire you know what this reminds me of what was that crazy full circle baby to me, <laughs> I was I was watching uh, Ghostbusters two the other day. Ghostbusters you know, the, two, uh-huh. the goo that's under the city, that all the oh. bad vibes that's being put in the the goo. Yes. It's creating it's creating all this anger and chaos. Like I feel like there's goo under the city, man. Like it's just just negative monstrous goo that's just taking over and just there's people that I work with. They're so negative and so mad. I'm like, what is going on with this grumpiness and negative? It's hard for me to be around that shit, dude. Like, dude, it's hard. I thought it was just my place of employment, but I think it's just it's everywhere. everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Like, everywhere. people are shorthanded everywhere. People are pissed off everywhere. Like, I, I don't know. If the, I think the entire world needs a raise and a fucking blowjob. <laughs> 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 like, That's the I name think, of the I episode, think, dude. We're going to do an, uh, a, a, a raise and a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it needs it, dude. Like this, this world needs to get a nut, man. And just relax. Like it's too much, man. Episode twenty-five: A raising a blowjob. <laughs> man, it's just too much. Like, I mean, we don't have to keep staying on this Chris Benoit thing, but I was just, man, it's, it's just, it's. You can feel like the tension, the the vibes are just so nasty, man. Like, ah. Yeah, dude, we're living in a Chris Benoit uh, wet dream, bro. Oh, I hope we don't get murdered, man. Fuck. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Uh, getting away from fucking Phil Hartman. No, I want to drill down. Let, let's really dig deep because there's people out there that are are going to be like uh, uh, hellbent or, or they're going to be like uh, Chris Benoit scholars, right? So let's, let's dig into this, okay? Um, I mean, the, fa- the facts are out there. The, 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 the coroner's report, the police reports, everything's out there. You know what I mean? This is this happened in 2007. You know, this happened a long time ago. Like, let, let's go through. Let's go through it on 20 years ago. Let, let's go through his. Let's go through his professional wrestling career real quick, because, uh, yeah. you know, like, let's just talk about how how awesome this guy was. Right. So it starts out 1985 to 1989 Stampede Wrestling. Do you remember anything about that? So. so I was I was a uh, I was a uh, younger whenever I remember seeing him in wrestling and I just remember he would always hang out what, with What what um, year was that? What year was that? When you uh, were... I was probably like 10, like you know, I was elementary school age. I don't remember the exact age, but I mean, I was definitely like elementary school, possibly even middle <clears throat> school, 
just watching him wrestle. Like I used to so that prefer pro- WCW. That probably would have WWF. I would watch too. That probably would have put him like somewhere near the end of his like Japan Pro Wrestling stint, and at the beginning so, of his New World, the World Championship Wrestling, right between ninety two yes. and ninety three. So because he had all, he had, res- all wrestlers come up. They come up like doing the the local circuits, especially if they came up in the eighties and seventies. Like they yeah. came up doing the local circuits because they're. It's just, you know, wrestling, you have to pay your dues. Right, you know? right. So I, I know he was friends with um, he was friends with a lot of other wrestlers, and they always, if you watch, there's a special on him on Vice. I think it's called um, The Dark Side of the Ring. The Dark Side Vice. of the Ring. Okay. There's a lot of documentaries and podcasts about this. There's even, like I've, I was texting you, like they even tried to make a movie about him a few times, and just... What happened with that? Why, why haven't they... Why I don't know. Like, I, I've been reading about it for... There was a female director who was going to do it, writer-director, and then it ended up not happening, or they didn't get funding, and then it just... It was supposed to be made into a movie, but I feel like it's such a... Uh, it's such a hot topic issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't... I'm not in Hollywood, so I, <laughs> I don't know why this shit's not being made, but, like, I feel like the the story is just... It's just very interesting because he came up like, you know, typical dude. He's into sports, into wrestling. You know, he worked his way up, became a professional wrestler. But if you watch these documentaries, the fellow wrestlers were always like, he was very quiet. He was always very composed, very quiet, very, he was a professional. Like he was very, he was a very hard worker and he would practice nonstop and he was very into it. He, it was his passion. He loved it. He put his all into it. So apparently he... He he uh, followed the career of uh, a guy named Billington really closely, and and uh, Billington kind of pioneered a lot of wrestling moves. But one of the a couple of the moves that Benoit r- was really into that he he stole from Billington was the diving headbutt and the snap suplex. Now I remember being a kid in fucking 1989, and my my brother and my cousins. Would like you know because we would watch wrestling or we would see it and they'd want to fucking wrestle you know like yeah. that was that was a popular pastime in 1985 wrestling on your fucking bed you know <laughs> and then you know you have your fucking parents coming in and be like stop fu- what's fucking going on in there <laughs> I know it sounds like people are dying but they're just wrestling like you know I we wrestle just- with my son all the time you know we we have a blast like we don't get crazy he's four so I mean but you know we we I'll put on wrestling sometimes and. You know, I try not to do it a lot because he gets hyped up and he doesn't know how to stop and he ends up in the corner or one of us gets slapped or you know how it works, man. Wrestling, you just fuck around. You have fun, but... Well, yeah, I remember my brother fucking, like, doing something extremely painful to me on the bed and he would scream out, suplex, suplex. Well, see, my my older brother and I, we're we're huge Razor... May God rest your soul, Mr. Razor Ramon. Fucking, ugh. Fucking... But, um, yeah, Razor Ramon, we used to always do the Razor's Edge, and that's where you pick up the person behind your back and you slam them down. Like, uh, we would always do those moves. And, then, man, it was a blast. You know? What was, was the suplex? Wrestling. What was the suplex? Oh, man. I think that was the, uh, let's see. I don't want to say I think I know what it is. Okay, hold on. The snap suplex. This move sees the attacker apply a front face lock to their opponent, yeah. dragging the opponent near arm over their, near, nearest arm over their shoulder. The attacker stomps down hard and and suplexes the opponent stiffly. What is what was a fucking suplex to begin with? What's a point? Let me show you. Just let me show you a picture. All right, show me. Show me on the phone. I'll pull you up. This is the suplex. Let's see it, baby. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, here it is. 
put it up there. Let's see. Let's take a look. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I remember him doing the suplex. Yeah, dude. It would fucking crack your head crack on the fucking... motherfucking head and neck, bro. It's like yeah. when... It, it, you know, it feels like when somebody snaps a fucking cascarón on your head really yes, fucking hard. Dude. You get that fucking except, snap flat on your head. you can be paralyzed or dead afterwards. Fuck, dude. I didn't know that when I was getting my shit handed to me. <laughs> Check the boy out for CTE. Goddamn. Oh, shit. Okay, well... But, um, no, so... So, you know, you know, wrestling, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like wrestling is kind of universal. There's everybody loved wrestling. Well, not everybody. A lot of people, all the kids that I grew up with most of the time, most of the kids that I grew up with the neighbors and cousins and stuff, they liked wrestling some form. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, dude, no. it seems like he's got, he had an illustrious career. Um, fucking, well, like, I guess he, Running through all this, let's just run through his fucking career super fast. So, uh, 85 to 89, he was doing Stampede Wrestling. He was in Japan between 86 and 97. World Championship Wrestling between 92 and 93, which is probably where you came in. Extreme Championship Wrestling between 94 and 95. And then he returned to the WCW in 95. And he was there until 2000. Uh, That's there when he went to WWF, yeah. Um, and there was a stint with WCW about the Four Horsemen and the Revolution and the Heavyweight Championship, 1999-2000. And then uh, from 2000 to 2007, that's when he went to WWF. And yeah, so he was pretty big in WCW. So he was, he was uh, I think he was the, the world champion in WCW, for it, and he, um, he was a part of the Four Horsemen. And I remember, that's when I started remembering him. And then I remember when he made the switch to WWF and... Um, that's when I kind of <clears throat> fell out with him. Uh -huh. I didn't fall out with him. It's just I was more of a WCW fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the NWO. But in. isn't WWF uh, with fucking Ed McMahon? No, no, no. Was no. that WCW? W yeah, WCW was like two separate <laughs> two separate federations, and then they all became one with WWE, WWF, whatever. Fuck, and they all dude. just kind of merged. Ed McMahon, yeah. Ed McMahon. Oh, my God, dude. That dude, like, he was, he he's like the embodiment of cocaine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if cocaine was a person it'd be ed mcmahon oh shit dude man <laughs> fucking yeah um fucking okay so so uh wwf uh he had he was fucking around with chris jericho around 2000 uh championship raid so uh, dude like yeah dude he was heavyweight champion right for a little while wasn't he mm -hmm. and yep. and 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 then that's you know in 2007 you know he made his final appearances the murder suicides just to put a period here it looks like uh on june 25th is when the cops yeah. went into his home of 2007 so, it happened, it, so i believe he was when they found him dead it was a day after because um i believe it was the the wwe requested a welfare check because they hadn't heard from him, he missed practice. He missed, he missed all these these. You know, they pay him a lot of money, so he has to be where he's supposed to be. And yeah. He didn't make it, so they did a welfare check, and that's when they found the fucking, the chaos and the death and everything. You know, uh, the 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 head of neurosurgery at West Virginia University, Julian Bales, is who did the toxicology report and found all that shit, uh, and and he, he said that. His brain was so severely damaged that when they took a look at it, it resembled an 85-year-old man with Alzheimer's, dude. Yep. Fuck, exactly. dude. 
But That's it, what I'm saying. Like, imagine I mean, an 85 year old. <laughs> imagine an 85 year old man in that body with all the timers. See this. See this. You see this. This is this is exactly what. Okay, so everybody has freedom of choice. Yeah. Okay? okay. I don't care how much money you're being paid, but it makes it very hard to say no to mm-hmm. getting your head bashed in and getting thrown around and he he had to have known something was going on and i bet you him and his wife talked about it like you know i I mean i he had to have known something was wrong but he had to pay his bills he had to get this money the more money you make the more money you spend like you get you get you get used to a certain lifestyle and you have to keep it up you know what i mean you're expected to yeah yeah these these people who are paying these wrestlers they they love and they care. They don't. They just see dollars and cents. This man is making me millions of dollars. He needs to be here, you know, just work through it. Like football players, you know. I'm not saying poor me football players, but, like, you know, they're going through all these things because they don't know how to do anything else. This is their – they're not they're not young children. These are grown men who have bills. You know yeah. what I mean? They need to make this money, and they make it very easy for them to – just work through the pain, like, oh, I'll get it checked out next week, or, oh, we have some time off in the fall, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll schedule a doctor's appointment, and we'll just, we'll see what's going on, but that never happens, because it's like, oh, wait, well, instead of going on a vacation, let's go next month, and you can do this, you know what I mean? It just, there's always an excuse, and there's always a reason to not go get help, and not get things checked out, and I feel like with a lot of these people, not just him, but in general, like, they just work through it, yeah, you know what I mean? That's and that, that so I don't know, oh, man. dude. Well, bless his heart. I hope he's in, you know, enjoying his time in heaven or hell, whatever, whatever the big man upstairs decides. <laughs> oh man, I, I, yeah, purgatory maybe. I, I don't know for him. Like that's. I don't know. Oh, man, you know. That's... You know. You, you. You. People say. People say you are what you do, right? To bring it back to the to strike a tone of consciousness. People say you are what you do. That's what the fucking mutant from. Uh, <laughs> That's what the mutant from uh, from uh, what's that Mars movie? Uh, fucking Total Recall says he's like you oh, are yeah. when he's talking. Dude, you know, you know, you you're one of the few motherfuckers who quotes that movie as much as you do. You really like that movie. Fuck yeah, dude. I love, anyway. dude. I love that movie. I don't. I haven't seen it in a minute, but I love that movie. <clears throat> Not the remake, the the Arnold one. Yeah. Right? Well, the you are titties. what you you are what you do, but but. You know, uh, uh, an 85-year-old man with Alzheimer's could be forgiven for, for you know, his, his state and, and looked upon, at, you know, as you can remember that person as a person who he was when he had all his faculties. And who was Chris Benoit when he had all his faculties, you know? Like, he may have been, you know, I mean, he might have had his problems with his wife as all fucking rich athletes you know, do, like- but... The thing, the thing with that is, he, like... He was a provider. Um, he was a man. I mean, just because his life ended as him being portrayed as a monster, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm sorry. Like, he had he had two children. One of them, the one he murdered, but he had another child, too. I don't know if it was with his wife. I didn't read that deep into it. But, you know, he was a father. He was a husband. You know, he was, you know... I'm sure... 
it, it, I don't feel like he was just an abu- abusive piece of shit. You know what I mean? He may have been. I don't know. Like, I didn't know him. You know what I mean? I'm just going by what I saw. But And from the interviews and documentaries, like, it sounded like he wasn't a bad father or a bad husband. He was just fucked in the head. Like, he had so much going on. And I feel like, yeah, he was dr- abusing drugs because a lot of the times he was doing, like, Xanax and he was doing, um, you know, painkillers. He was a fucking professional wrestler. I mean, whether you think wrestling is real or fake, I think it's real. <laughs> but uh, well, it's certainly look, look it's the, certainly well, magic. I mean, okay, it's real in the in the in in the in the case that look at these guys throwing themselves around just because they're not actually kicking and hitting each other, they're still jumping off the ropes and throwing their bodies onto the ground and onto people <clears throat> fucking up to 10, 15 feet away, yeah. or 15 feet up. Like I don't care if you're really hitting somebody or just hitting the floor, you're still putting harm to your body. It's coordinated violence. You know, it's 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 a dance for sure, but it's a dance of violence, you know. Not only that, like, have you ever seen the Sid Vicious leg break? No. Dude, look, okay, Sid Vicious was a wrestler. Uh-huh. He passed away as well. Look up Sid Vicious uh, leg break. Leg. You can see this man jumping from the top off of, I think it's like a cage or a ladder, and you see his leg completely, oh my god. You got. You can't put this on the the video. No. Yeah. I. I mean. I can. I, well, we were watching oh, Mr. Opponent come in. Fuck. That's so loud. Hold on. Uh. Sorry about that, guys. Maybe mute it. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm looking at it. Yeah. So that's fake, right? These are these wrestlers aren't really putting harm to their body. Look at that shit. I can't watch that. You see how fucked up that fuck. is. Oh, my God, dude. It looks like his shoe just came off. Dude, yeah, that was his fucking foot dislocating. <sighs> fucking making And another me... one, uh, Brett, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, his brother Owen Hart, he died on film. He died. He died wrestling. No shit. Yeah, dude. There's Juventud Guerrero. Like, there's all these wrestlers who have put this crazy shit, like... Dude, you can go down a fucking wormhole just at looking at old wrestling videos, my man. Like, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. And this, sh- and that, that what you just saw, that was live. People yeah, saw that. Oh my! It's God. not just a YouTube clip that somebody took a video of with their phone. No, this actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Fuck. They wonder dude. why there's so much violence, man. It's crazy. You've never seen that before? No, man. That's like I crazy, I, right? I I was yeah dude I was always a, a like a like I I would I would watch you know uh, wrestling with with interest but whenever somebody had it on you know like it was it was never really like oh well seeking it out yeah I didn't seek it out it was just like uh, it was just like oh well that's cool you know like if somebody's watching it you know at a house party sit down drink a you know one beer you know with them while they were watching that fight or whatever but it was. Uh, it was never like a passion pursuit of mine, but it's still fucking interesting as fuck. Yeah, see, that's that's how I feel about football. Like, I was never a like I like the Cowboys because I'm from Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I was never a huge football fan. But if my dad was sure, watching everybody, it, or, every every anti cowboy listener's casting shade right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> fuck you, nah. Like I, I'm not a football fan. Like all these people at work, they're they're talking about their fantasy football, and God bless. I just I was never a fan, but I mean not a fan. I mean I watch football, but I'm I mean, you know. Yeah. I just I was never a huge as huge. I, I would rather watch baseball or you know basketball, but you know personally. 
Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you, bro. This was entertaining. I had a good time. It's going to be a hard act to follow, but... <laughs> do you want to do the next... Do you want to stop this and start the next episode? Uh, we can. We're at 32. Do we call okay. this, a, this one's like a nice, short, compact 32 banger. Um, um, check out the uh, Sick Vicious Leg Break on YouTube or wherever you get your dark interwebs video. Also, uh, yeah. All right, man. We'll see you guys later. Yeah, thank you. Patreon. Hit the Patreon. Hit the Patreon.